Lord. Oh, Jehovah, the one true God. How could a God, how could a God so great choose to fight his rescue? And when I think of your power, Father, 
to buy me a bicycle for Christmas. And I promised him that if my father buys me a bicycle, I will give him a ride on it. So just allow me to carry him around the block. And when we come back, I'll return him to his house. <laughs> you know, as, as crazy as that sounds, you know, there is one fundamental mystery thing that I, I hope we're not missing out from today's event. You know, he came with a heart of gratitude. He, 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 he realized that this bicycle was not because I took first. It was because I talked to Jesus and he made it happen. Uh, uh, how many of us came with a heart of gratitude this evening? Uh, uh, how many of us are sure that God has been faithful from January? You know my life, you have been faithful. Oh, my life, you have been so, so.
know why his goodness would run after you? Because in a kingdom, it is the glory of the king when his subjects are performing well. It is an embarrassment to the king when the subjects are weak, are sickly, are depressed, are poor. What would make me say a kingdom is a prosperous kingdom is when I see that the subjects, the members of this kingdom are doing well. Yes or no? No, I, I asked and um, uh, Mira to say that um, the title of tonight's service is, is what? Unto us, a king is born. Is that valid? Is that, is that the same thing we all have? Huh? Uh, oh, she's not telling any other person. <laughs> Unto us, a king is born. You know, when I heard it, I was like, ah, that, that's a simple message. When you hear that, you know, there's a Bible verse your head goes to. Uh, who knows that Bible verse? Who knows that Bible verse? Uh, let, let me see people that read their Bible. Geneva, what's the Bible verse? Uh, so I can give you a mic to preach now. Uh, praise God. But, but you see, when, when I ran to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, I, I realized that it says unto us a child is born. So you know I can no longer use Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Because you, you, you see, what we are saying this evening is unto us a king is born. So I, I, I realized I now needed the Holy Spirit to tell me what to say because uh, it, it, it was no longer what I was thinking. Praise God. Uh, and you know, <laughs> this same birth could mean different things to different people. Hello? Depending on your revelation of Christ, it could mean different things. I realized that when the angels appeared to the shepherds that night, he said to them, Fear not, for I bring you glad tidings of great joy. He says, For unto you this day is born what? Bible scholars. For unto you this day is born what? A savior. Praise God. A savior. So Isaiah says, Unto us a child is born. The angels said to the shepherds, uh, unto you a savior is born. And then living stream said to us this evening, unto us a king is born. And you see, the way you will react to the birth is determined by your own revelation of it. Huh? Uh, I'm already preaching when it's time of just you know signify. Because uh, you see, I don't want any notes, so I don't know how long the message will last. Praise God. The, the shepherds, they saw him as a savior. So you see, they, ran, they abandoned the sheep, abandoned everything they were doing, and they ran. The Bible recorded that they ran to go and what? Worship him. Hello? Uh, Herod, on the other hand, you know, they came and told him, see, oh, a child has been born in Bethlehem, uh, and we are looking for that child. And this child, one day, is going to grow up and become a king. And Herod said, eh, uh, so you know what will happen? Go and find this child for me and bring him. And uh, come and bring me so I can go and kill the child before he grows up to become a king. 
Praise God. And maybe that was why someone, you know, decided that we must remind her of this evening that this baby was born a king. Praise God. Uh, he, he is not a child that is going to grow up and become a king. He says, unto us, a king is born. Ah, praise God. And um, I have decided, with the help of the Holy Spirit, that what we are going to be learning this evening is centered around the thing. You see, those, that, that sentence is made up of three powerful phrases. Unto us, a king is born. And we're going to look at as many as we can look at this evening. And uh, maybe next year, December, we'll finish it up. Praise God. Unto us. The, the, the first thing that, you know, I realized is that the kingship of Christ, uh, this may not sound very religious, but follow me, the kingship of Christ is limited in its influence. Uh, you know, whenever you say unto us, there is already an unto them. Hello? The Bible tells us, unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But you see, it was the same impute, but the output was different. Why? Because the gospel preached to them did not find faith in the recipients to produce the right outcome. Hello? So when we say unto us a king is born, there is an unspoken unto them. Uh, 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 are you still following me this evening? When you say unto us, there is an unspoken unto them. The, the influence, you see, when we talk about the kingdom, what is a kingdom really? A kingdom is the geographical bounds eh, to which the influence and will of a king can be enforced. Hello? Hello? So, if the king is born unto us, it only means that the influence and will of the king has to be enforced among us. Hmm. I, I, I cannot be a king of Ogulana and um, maybe in Ogulano uh, I have made a decree just like this wonderful king we saw here this evening. I made a decree that everybody must go to bed by 7 p.m. in Ogulano. And then, as I am driving out of Ogulano to Adenero Busoya, I now find somebody's light is still on by 10 p.m. Do you know it would be unrighteous for me to say that this person is disobedient? Why? Because my geographical jurisdiction begins and ends in Ogulano. Huh? Uh, am I losing some people? Are we still together? So, when I wake up and say, unto me, uh, I, I would prefer to even personalize it because, you know, it helps you understand what I'm trying to paint better. If I say, unto me, a king is born. And then suddenly I, I come to church and I see one brother misbehaving. And I say, ah, God, 
if you are not telling this brother that what he's doing is wrong, if you are letting him get away with it, then I, I think I should also start to misbehave. You know, the mistake I make is because I have assumed that me and this guy were in the same jurisdiction. Physically, we may be sitting side by side, but in the spiritual geography, maybe this man is not part of my kingdom. Uh, are, are, are we still together? So if we are going to, you know, imagine if I am a citizen. No, I am the king of Ogulan. So imagine you are a citizen. And you are my citizen. Huh? And then you <laughs> you now come and you begin to tell me. You see, in Lawasi, they don't go to bed until 12 midnight. It, it, shouldn't won't you also allow me to stay awake until 12? You know what I am going to ask you? Are you a citizen of Ogunan or are you a citizen of Lawasi? Hmm? Somebody say unto us. Unto us. You know, if it is about the blessing of God, we want to personalize it. Eh? Ah, surely His goodness and mercy shall follow who? Me. Eh. Why will His goodness follow you if you are not a member of His kingdom? But if we say that we qualify for his goodness as members of his kingdom, then we must also make sure that our will aligns with the will of the king of this kingdom. Uh, have I made sense so far? It is say unto us. Mm -hmm. You know the next uh, phrase that he says, a king. A king. I, I've already begun to paint a little picture of what the kingdom looks like. You see, in a, a, a kingdom is not a democracy. So you might struggle to understand some of the things I'm saying because you, you were born and bred in a democracy. There are two things that you can take for granted in a democracy. Two key things. You see, in, in, in a democracy, everybody has freedom to do whatever they want to the extent that it does not interfere with another person's rights. Yes or no? Another thing that happens in a democracy is that you are free to own whatever you want to the extent that you have the capacity to acquire it, yes or no? Huh? In a kingdom, and, and I already explained that a kingdom is defined by the king. So the, the extent to which the influence and will of the king can be enforced is the kingdom of the king. It's not about fence. There, there are kingdoms without fence. Praise God. The extent to which the influence and will of the king can be enforced is the kingdom. So in a kingdom, these two things I've mentioned about democracy does not hold. Because in a kingdom, everybody belongs to the king. 
Hello? You do not have the right to do whatever you want. You can only do what you want to the extent that it aligns with the will of the king. If we are in a kingdom system, you know you cannot go on Twitter and write, Tino is not my president. <laughs> I hope you cannot, you know you cannot do that in the kingdom. Whether you like him or not, you have to start walking towards liking him. If it is a kingdom. Because the very day you open your mouth and speak against the king, that is the day your membership of that kingdom ends. Hello? Are we following now? So, you, you see that the way you came up with that team, unto us a king is born. It is deeper than what we are thinking. So, it, it means it was the Holy Spirit that inspired that team. Because there are things we must get right. In a kingdom, there is no right to free ownership. Again, everybody is owned by the king. So, whatever you own, is automatically a property of the king. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, we've, we've started to treat our relationship with God like a democracy. Huh? You know, we can we, we choose the, the, the words of God that we want to keep and the ones we don't want. Right? You see, this this our king is like he's not keeping up with the times. Huh? So we need to tell him what the people in Lawrence are doing now so that he can update his, his portfolio. Praise God. And so you begin to see people say, I, I agree with everything in the Bible, but you see this thing around tithing. It's no longer modern. Praise God. The king be asking me for 10 percent when the hundred I have is not even enough for me. Eh, the king, we need to come and discuss this thing. Let's see if we can remove this one from the constitution. Uh, praise God. <laughs> you know, the, the only reason why that kind of deliberation would even come up is because we think we are living in a democracy. Because in, in, in a kingdom system, if the king says, give me only 10%, you know you'll be very happy. The, 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 the perspective will be, ah, oh, wonderful king, you allow me to keep 90. But you see, in a democracy, because you acquire the property due to your capacity, it is now so, you want me to give you are we together? Yes. Your perspective changes when you realize the kind of governance you operate. Hello? Hello? So you, you will find out that a kingdom man, when he gets wealthy, he becomes more grateful. Why? The wealthier you get in the kingdom, the more you realize the king has allowed you to keep. Huh? But in a democracy, a wealthy man becomes proud. Why? Because the wealthier you get in a democracy, it signifies that you have more capacity. 
are we together? Yes. So you, you will find out that this is the key difference. So what we talk about money sometimes in church, it's not, not whatever think that the issue is around, hey, don't make money. No, 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 that's not the issue. It's your perspective towards your acquisitions. If unto me a king is born, I, I must realize that I am living in the kingdom. And everything I have belongs to the king. Yes, the written love letter. <laughs> so, let me quickly jump. Let me just touch the last one. He says, unto us, a king is what? Born. You see, it is, is born, not was born. Huh? Is it not amazing that every year we keep speaking about the birth of someone that has been born over 2,000 years ago? Huh? But again, we are telling ourselves this evening that unto us, a king, a king is born. is born. Do you know what that communicates to me? It tells me that the king can be born at any time in the life of someone. Hmm. Let, me, let me use our kingdom again as an example. So, let's say that I also want people in Ochoa to go to bed by 7 p.m. as the king of Ogulano. What can I do to have that work? I must first go to Ochoa and conquer the king of Ochoa Huh? Are we together? Yes. Now, when I conquer the king of Ojuelaba, I am going to birth a new kingdom in Ojuelaba, which is identical to the kingdom in Ogulan. That is the only way my decree as king will also influence Ojuelaba. So, any time the influence of the king widens, a new arm of the kingdom is better. Are we still together? Anytime the king is able to extend his influence a little bit more, we can say that a new dimension of the kingdom has been born. So if we are saying this evening that unto us a king is born, God is asking us, can I increase my influence? In your life. Ah. You, you know, even, even within you, yes, we are children of God, we are members of the kingdom, that's generic. Even in your life, when you begin to take a closer look, if we can partition your, your body and your system, you know there are some parts that are fully under the control of God, but there are other parts that you may need to ask questions before you can submit to God. Uh, uh, should I give you an example? You know, if some people, if we say bring your offering, it's easy. They've already given that one to God. But once we say, let us fast. So, so, so you find that your, your entire body belongs to God, but when it comes to your stomach, God, let, let me keep this one. <laughs> let me still hold on to this one. And you find out that most times it is that one you want to hold on to that God keeps poking at. 
Because that is the only way he can realize that he is king over your life when you give him all. Hello? You, you see, that's why Jesus began to talk in Matthew 6 33. He said, Seek ye first. What? Uh -huh. So, uh, are you understanding what to seek a kingdom means now? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. He says, All these things that you are holding on to, I will still give it to you. But first, you have to give it to me. Uh, what do you think about all these things he was talking about? Just before that 33, if you go up a bit, he was talking about food, he was talking about clothes. Huh? And they told us in, in social studies that those were the, the three basic of man, the three basic needs of man is what? Food, shelter, clothing. That was what Jesus was talking about. And he said, see, give me all of them. He's not talking about your wants, your needs. Your father knows that you have need of this, but bring it. If you can find the kingdom, you are going to get all of this and even more. But first, find the kingdom. So when he says a king is born, he is asking you this little component in you, this little part of you that is still not under the command of the king. Can, can I afford to increase my influence to also reach that side this evening? Unto us a king is born. Can I reach that part of you? that before today has been under your own government. The Lord will help us this evening. The Lord will help us. Let's, 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 let's round up so that we can, we can um, pray. So just go ahead and begin to thank God for teaching you. Uh, I'm trying to cut it halfway so I don't take a lot of time. Thank the Lord for teaching us this evening. But I think the important thing is to say, Lord, I have realized what it means for the king to be born. Let your influence in my life begin to touch these other dark areas that I have not given over to you. In this part, in this part of my life, let the king be born. Let the king be born anew. Let the king be born. Come and make my life your dwelling place. Come and you.